Hey, sports fans, you are listening to Roster Watch. We're bringing you everything fantasy football this morning. I'm excited about the show this morning. I'm here with my bud, Byron Lambert. We got Alex Dunlap. Where are you this morning, Alex? I am in Laredo. Laredo. Very authentic. That sounds like a fun time. <laughs> uh, dude, the, dude the, the hotel that I'm at, I can literally, from my balcony, as and as we're talking right now, I can look across the river and see Mexico. Oh, you think Vivo, about, Viva Mexico. You thinking about jumping in and swimming across? <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure, man. The, the water looks nice and clean, and I can assure everybody that Mexico is still there. Viva Mexico. <laughs> All right, Alex, this is the trash man speaking. Uh, we got a great show for you today. I'm really psyched. Um, I was I almost peed a little bit when Alex told me who who our guest is going to be this morning. Who's our guest this morning, Alex? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have NFL Hall of Famer Fran Tarkenton on as long as he doesn't stand us up. So <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be awesome. It's a Talk about a dream come true for 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 a guest. It's gonna be great. Yeah, well, here's hoping he doesn't stand us up. Uh, right, right. So let's get things started. What do you got for us right, right now? Let's pro- cross our fingers on the Fran Tarkenton <laughs> thing. I actually seen his Hall of Fame bust when I was up in Canton. That was pretty cool. So it'd be nice to get to talk to him. Hopefully, it's better than Dion's. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's get yeah with the with the D-Rag. Okay. Uh, anyways, let's get started by taking a spin around the fantasy planet. Uh, this is brought to our listeners by Planet Fitness Austin, PlanetFitness.com, the Judgment Free Zone. They have five great locations here in Austin. Uh, they're opening up some locations up in Dallas and Fort Worth and still expanding down here. So make sure and check them out for a membership as low as $10 a month. Uh, first things first, we are going to take a little bit of detour from fantasy football. Let's st- we got to stop in Dallas real quick and just Ooh. talk about our poor Longhorns since wow. we're here in Austin. Wow. Hopefully better days are ahead. <laughs> A little bit concerned about this quarterback situation. We could be in a funk here for a few years. Didn't see anything out of either of those guys. Thank Let, goodness we have fantasy football to make us feel better. Let's hope. <laughs> let's hope Ash comes around because I, I'm I'm not sure what we have there. But uh, anyways, we'll we'll leave Dallas quickly. Yeah, let's, that was, let's, was, let's get out of Dallas. Was, it was a bl- it was Fly a get out of here. It let's was a bloodbath, and we were all very hurt yesterday. But better things ahead. Um, and then the other thing too, we want to we do want to pay our respects. Uh, the NFL lost a, a giant, and Al Davis, owner of the lost Oakland, the Raider. Oakland Raiders, yesterday. Yes, that's the heart and soul of the Raiders. Uh, you know, Al was the. Coach of the Oakland Raiders in the AFL and then the commissioner of the AFL and then very instrumental in the merger between the AFL and NFL. Uh, he was always a rogue war, warrior, always filing lawsuits. He was, <laughs> he was, hey, he, he, he hired the first African American coach in, in Art Shell, the first Hispanic coach in Tom Flores. Uh, he also hired a young coach in John Madden and then he hired the first female, uh, CEO. In NFL history, so he was always dude. very progressive and and shaping the way that the future of the NFL has been. So that was that was sad, and we want to give our our respects to the to the to the Raiders today. Word. Um, so let's get started. I guess we'll we got we do have buys starting this week, so uh, oh. there's a few less games. There's a little bit less depth to choose from on your roster and off the free agent wire because so many people are out this week. But we should start in. Uh, New York, where the Seahawks are at the Giants. Looks like Brandon Jacobs is going to be out today. We have Ahmad Bradshaw slated for a big game. He should have a good one. Uh, Manningham supposedly is the starter opposite Hakeem Nix with uh, Victor Cruz 
kind of taken a little bit of a back seat. Uh, what do you fellas think on those matchups? Is there anything else we should be looking for or listeners should be picking up for? Well, for, uh, for me, in my opinion, I think Sidney Rice, um, I actually think that's someone who you might want to sit this morning. Um, I um, Big Mike Williams um, there in Seattle, he's going to be out today, so they're going to get double coverages on Sidney Rice. Um, I just don't think he's going to get open a lot. Could be a lot of pressure on Tavares Jackson with that, that D line. Yeah, dude, people but are healthy. I guess. I guess. The, I guess the one thing to keep in mind would be is you know the Giants do give up the tenth. You know they're they're in the they're in that top third of teams that that are real friendly to opposing wide receivers. Ever since Sidney Rice has entered that lineup, he's been pretty fantastic, and, and it, it has just been. You know, I can see it being a boomer bust deal because it's always one real big play that he gets. But you know, he's been in. He's 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 been in for two weeks. He's put up double digit fantasy scores since then. He's facing a facing a top third opponent. Uh, but yeah, with as 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 the trash man pointed out, Big Mike Williams will be out. Uh, he's been concussed. So <laughs> everybody's we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, man, yeah. these guys are getting knocked around this year. I don't know what's. And up. I'm sure that. Uh, Marshawn, Marshawn Lynch owners are just as fired up as usual to roll, oh, to hey, roll, hey, to roll if, him out this week. Too. If you're dependent, if you're dependent on Marshawn Lynch, you're in trouble. You know what though? Beanie Wells had a little bit of a, had a big monster against the Giants hey, last I think week. Beanie so Wells might have monsters. Every maybe week maybe they are a little susceptible against the run. I don't know. Hopefully, you don't have to start him if you do. Cross your fingers. Next thing, uh, next game. Let's just move over. We're gonna move. We're going to move from t- uh, New York down to Pennsylvania, stay in the region, and we're going to head over to uh, Western Pennsylvania, actually, and talk about these Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, looks like Rashard Mendenhall is probably out. Our listeners want to keep an eye on that. It's not definitive, but if he is going to play, he'll be extremely limited. Uh, we'll be tweeting on our headlines on rosterwatch.com with updates on Mendenhall as we get closer to game time, but... Uh, assuming he's out or very limited, what can you fellas tell the listeners today? Well, we know Mueldy Moore is definitely out. He was declared out on Friday. Uh, Richard Mendenhall is very, 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 very iffy. You know, there were differing reports from Friday practice. Uh, the team listed him as a limited participant. One source that we have at rosterwatch.com uh, told us that he did participate in full pads practice and during the during the reps with the first team and on Fridays is a Fridays is a generally limited practice but uh, it is a full pads practice and he took approximately half of the first team snaps from everything I've read he's very iffy very questionable Mike Byers is who, who's a guy who who I'll trust about anything Steelers is saying that he would be shocked if he goes today. Keep an eye on him. Keep an eye on rosterwatch.com. Isaac Redman is going to be a, a real bi-week gym for a lot of people if Mendenhall can't go. And even if he does, I think Redman's a guy who you can plug in there if you're in a pinch, if you're a Brandon Jacobs owner, if you're a, you know, uh, or, you know, if you got one of these guys like Ray Rice, Daniel Thomas, Felix Jones. You, yeah, you of know, course we got he could Ray be, Rice. He could be a real guy to fill in this week. Um, yeah, but I don't even know 
how well these Steelers are going to hold up against these uh, Titans. See, I just think the Titans are a tough the Titans matchup. Defense hey, the Titans are really a tough, tough. matchup. Uh, you would have thought that coming into this That's season. why when I, in our <laughs> rankings, I saw there was a fair disparity between you guys and, and myself on Redmond. And my, the main thing I was factoring in was the I think the Titans' defense is is legitimate. You know, it, I think we, they're legitimate, so, too. So we have ranked as our number one defense I, this I, this week. So, yeah. I think, I think the Titans, I mean – Legitimate um, defense. I think their pass defense is their most legitimate legitimate aspect, and that's why I think if the Steelers do make some headway, it is going to be in the run game you, just because yeah. uh, the Titans. Pass do you guys defense know so what stout. you know? What else is really legitimate? <laughs> What's that? The ab coaster. Oh, the ab the coaster. coaster. <laughs> I, I, you guys can't see it from where we are right now, but I've been using that ab coaster and, for about two months now, and it's starting to show. Where, I got like a I got like a two and a half pack. And you know where our listeners can find the Ab Coaster? Wait, I I think they can find it at Planet Fitness. Planet that's where, Fitness, that's where I Austin, go for Texas, it. any of their five <laughs> locations. Go over there, get on the Ab Coaster, carve out some abs. Got all the cardio you need and tons of fifty-inch screens too. Carve out those abs because you'll be carving some Thanksgiving turkey pretty soon. You'll need it. Exactly. You're going to be sitting Let's on the not couch. Eating any any Thanksgiving turkey off of Byron's abs. <laughs> hey. No, that, no, we won't be doing that anytime soon. Trust me. Trust hey guys. me. We don't. We don't want to gross out the the, the eaters, the hungry people. Uh, hey guys, we're streaming live here at ESPNAustin.com. This is 1049 The Horn, Austin's FN Sports Talk. Roster Watch. Give us a call four four seven ESPN. All right, fantasy footballers, we are back. It's a rainy Sunday today here in Austin, Texas. Miracles still occur. The other it's raining? Yeah. Oh, man, it has down. poured for since 10, 11 o'clock last night. My dog was so scared, I found her in my bedroom this morning staring at me. You need to move more like a dog. I think it's just like, what is going she, on? She, she could not God. believe it. We don't even know what it is anymore. Hey, so there's, that's a natural miracle. The other place I miracles think, occur. I, I think heaven is crying for the longhorns. Hey, everybody everybody needs to make sure and go to rosterwatch.com for more miracles. If you're, if you're 0-4... Or one in three. Miracles can happen. American <laughs> miracles happen on rosterwatch.com. Make sure and read the garbage grab, the barnstormer, find all the trashy picks, and all of our tidbits on strategy for getting that shit back on course. <laughs> right, right. All right, well, let's just keep up with matchups. These are going to be brought to our listeners today by Tin Oak uh, here in Austin, Texas. It's an awesome whiskey bar. They got great eats. They're down on 5th in Colorado, the old Cuba Libre. Uh, they have about five or six TVs over there, so we spend quite a bit of time over there. Uh, everybody go check them out, and uh, let's just keep spinning now. So we were just in Pittsburgh. Let's go up to – we'll just kind of stay in the Northeast. I mean, I think we got a great game between the Eagles and the and the Bills. Eagles at Bills. Eagles backs against their wall – I mean, backs against the wall. Vic played great last week, but they still lost. Uh, what do you guys think? The Bills are looking great so far this season. Well, if you look at our roster watch week five matchup tool, <laughs> this thing is all blue, and and what that means is you know there's a lot there's a lot of top five top uh, top five top six uh, matchups for opposing fantasy players. You know the Bills the the Bills are a top ten matchup 
against opponents at basically every position. So I love the Eagles today, and I love the you, you know I I I also kind of love the Bills. Yeah, I think it's going to be a high scoring game. Yeah, it's um, like you know it's going to be the complete opposite of what we can expect. I think out of out of out of Tennessee, uh, Pittsburgh. Um, I think that you know that's a game where you know everyone should take the under. This is a game that I imagine is going to going to go way over. I have Fred Jackson going huge in this game. I think, we have Fred Jackson. I think it's a monster. I, we, have, we we just uh, last night I got our official rankings into the to the uh, fantasy football advisor who uh, added us on to his his expert rankings this week. So make sure and go check that out. See how we stack up against Yahoo and ESPN and all this. We're gonna we're we're gonna beat those guys out. But I noticed that we have Fred Jackson cumulative. I was I was I was very. Uh, I was I was very intrigued to put him in there at number four. We have him as our number four back this week. Yeah, and I even have him ranked as high as number two. I love him this week. I don't have him quite that high, but I think he's going to have a good game. I just think there's so many weapons on uh, that on um, that team on both teams that um, it's going to be a lot of action. The Eagles have given players. up. The Eagles have given up the most fantasy points per week to fantasy running backs. This season, so keep that in mind. Fred Jackson's going to go well, off today. And the other thing I would point out too is, you know, a lot of time we get calls about Steve Johnson because I think he's the kind of guy that people drafted at a point in the draft where he's not necessarily a must start on the roster every week. So he's one of these guys that people are sometimes still deciding between. And you know what? Unless I had a significant op- option. Even against the Eagles with Osama and all these guys, Rogers Cromartie, I'm still starting Steve Johnson. They've the Eagles have not been perfect in pass coverage so far in this transition, and Steve Johnson's just so solid. You can't you can't sit him. I don't think. Yeah, I like Donald Jones here too. Everybody's talking about David Nelson in the past. Well, after the week two, man, I think um, people I lately Donald started, Jones. Started, that yeah. was my uh, that was my that was my garbage grab uh, week a few one weeks ago. Week one garbage <laughs> grab. Hey, we know we know folks who have. <laughs> Jettisoned Vincent Jackson as they trust in David Nelson so much. I David could, Nelson and Donald Jones. I think it was Nelson. <laughs> I'd have to double check. Hey, yeah, it's got it. It's, it's uh, well, God, are you, who? I'm pretty sure when I looked at uh, at cul-de-sac kids after he <laughs> traded you Vincent Jackson, and I was shocked to see that he still has Welker. That's great, but after that, he was relying on one of these. Kind of number two or number three Bills receivers. Well, oh, well, let's not get into my trade with Sean Adams. <laughs> he really hurt himself, I think. <laughs> well, his team's pretty good in our league. Um, uh, all right, so Eagles, everybody's a must start. I obviously love Deshaun Jackson and Jeremy Macklin in this game. I think it's like Dorian says, a lot of points, a lot of action for everybody. Um, not for not for Philadelphia tight ends though. Um, all season. They, do, they, they, do they roster a tight end? <laughs> does Brent Sell? I, I think Brent Sell exists. Yeah, he's, he's there, but he's, but they, but he's, always, he's, always, he's always blocking. Um, the offensive line, as you know, isn't that good there in Philadelphia. So they use him to block a lot of the time. I'll tell you what, we have another just thriller, I'm sure every fan is excited about. <laughs> the big, tough Kansas City Chiefs rolling into <laughs> Indianapolis. To duke it out toe to toe with Curtis Painter. <laughs> so we all like it all. I've been waiting for we that one bunch all of cats in here. <laughs> so we, let's not weekend. spend too much time on this one. I, it looked like Reggie Wayne, Please. Wayne Garcon, Clark looked like maybe they could be semi decent. Hey, Painter a die could have, a die could have a decent we, game today. I, I have a, we all have a die ranked pretty well. We think he's he's probably in line for maybe the best the best game out of those guys out of the, out of either of those two teams. And then the other guy, I, and maybe I only 
have some interest in him because I have him on two teams, but I do think if you're in a bye week bind and you happen to own Dexter McCluster, especially if he has wide receiver eligibility in your league, I think it's, I think this might be a decent start this week. He's been getting more touches. From what I've read, he's looked fairly decent back there. And I think against the Colts, that might be one of the better matchups you're going to have if you're stuck having to play him during a bye week. No, you could do worse. No, you could do. Uh, and he's getting fifteen t- worse, about right. fifteen touches a game, and against the Colts, and so we'll we'll see what happens there. Uh, we can also then just, I mean, we might as well just keep checking out the early games. So we've got another kind of snoozer: Cardinals at Vikings. I don't know if it'll be a snoozer. Is this the AP Beanie Wells? I think that's going to be an exciting matchup. Right, right. Oh, Beanie Wells, he's coming on. Everybody thought he was going to be garbage this year. Like I said on rosterwatch.com this week, hand it to the trash, man. I got to start bumping him in my rankings. He looked amazing. They said that the hamstring. Uh, well, Beanie has always said that his hamstrings are <laughs> 99%. So, yeah, but he's saying he's saying he's 99% there. Whatever he was there last, whatever he was, you know, at last week, I'm 99% sure that you won your league if you had him on your team. Get him in your lineup. The Vikings are terrible, and they have given up the fifth most points this year to fantasy running backs. I'd expect Beanie Will to have a feast today. Hey, guys, let me let me just interrupt for a second. Um, according to uh, Jason LaConfora uh, at the NFL Network, um, Isaac Redman will draw the start at running back, even if Richard Mendenhall is active. Kind well, there of like you have the situation uh, last week with Frank Gore and Kendall Hunter. So, I mean, it could be that Mendenhall has the more productive game, like a Kendall Hunter would last week, even though it wasn't quite as productive as Frank Gore. Well, as, as, as Frank Gore had a better game last week than Kendall Hunter, even though even though Kendall Hunter, we got the reports around this time, you know, last week was going to be the start, and then Frank Gore goes bananas. But if you're you know if you're in a tough spot, you can do a lot worse than than you know rolling the dice with a guy like Isaac Redman. Yeah, I think Isaac Redman's going to be the guy this week. Hopefully, you can still get like the thirty yards out of him that Mendenhall's been putting up. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm sure everybody's thrilled about that. Yeah. Um, and then on, I guess on the Minnesota side, it's the usual suspects. Obviously, we liked Fitzgerald too on Arizona, and then AP is probably the only guy. Maybe Percy Harvin. I hate Percy Harvin. I do too. I, I like Percy. I mean, who else are they? Gonna we'll have to ask Fran about that. We'll have to ask to in Minnesota. Antoine Winfield, though, um, top cornerback of the Vikings, is out this week. So look for Fitzgerald to go big this week. Yeah, this could be a, a little bit of a. I mean, he's been solid, but I, this could be maybe one of the real high upside games of the year for him. Obviously, you're starting. He has a few every year, man. So yeah, this, this is a real good opportunity for him. And then let's. Uh, I guess let's just keep let's let's keep heading around on these one on these noon games and then the other the other one we I think is going to be exciting it might be the most exciting one I've seen yeah, on this the schedule. I'm looking forward to is Saints at Panthers. I just Ooh. love watching Cam Newton and then obviously the Saints are thrilling to watch. So Cam Newton versus Drew Brees. This should be a good one. Cam Newton must start. We have him ranked super high these days. I mean, he's basically in in right now, kind of in that Brady Rogers Breeze territory. He's a top five quarterback him. in this league. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna channel a little bit of trash man real quick <laughs> and 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 go and 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 kind of kind of kind of tip a toe into the dumpster here and say that I think I, this is the week week five for D'Angelo Williams are always huge and he always starts out slow. It seemed like he got. 
a little bit of steam picked up last week, racked up a little bit over 80 yards against the Bears. Uh, they're, they're, they're getting in more carries, and if you look at his career game log, every single season that he's played, he's put up huge stinkers for four games, and then in game five has always come out, burst onto the scene. Whether that's going to happen today, obviously, we don't know. Everything has changed there in Carolina with Cam Newton being there, and he is ripping everybody off of their of, of their of their red zone touches, and he is just turning into a 10-foot-tall robot and walking over people and getting into the end zone. So we'll see, but I, I like – I can't believe I'm saying yeah, that. I like D'Angelo Williams this week. <laughs> if D'Angelo Williams is going to score, though, it's going to be for more than five yards out because Cam Newton is their goal line back. I'm telling you, man. He's like a transformer. <laughs> Steve Smith's a monster, obviously. He's just a tar- absolute target monster in an offense that's evolved into a passing offense, basically. You know you know who else I like in, on that on that offense? Greg Olson. I, I was just you, – you stole the words right out of my mouth. I, lo- I really like Greg Olson. Yeah. Hey, the freaking hey, he does, he doesn't call it stealing though. He oh, no no no, no no no. It isn't stealing. It's it's acquiring. Hey, it's being opportunistic. Right, right. right. right well, Shocky Shocky's going to be out most likely um this week. So Olsen's going to get a lot of that tight end action. In a game where they might need some points, you know what I mean? And then what do you, on the Saints side, do you guys, I mean, obviously you got a few, you know, you're going to start Colston, I guess. You're going to, you love Jimmy Graham any every week probably now, but what about the running backs? I love Mark I, I, Ingram this week. Yeah, big breakout came from Mark Ingram. I love what, Mark Ingram What suggests week. that to you guys? Just the Panthers, are t- the, 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 the Panthers' run defense is terrible. Yeah, and, and, and Ingram and, started coming on last week. Uh, I think you saw a little bit of what he could do. I think he's just going to continue his on with carries that have, his, his carries have gone up every week. If you read my article on rosterwatch.com on Thursday, I did an analysis uh, over the course of the past three seasons of when a player gets. Uh, get, so this isn't just this season. This is over the course of the last three seasons. When a player gets over 13 touches, or I'm, I'm sorry, if a running back gets over 13 carries for the opposing team against Carolina, only three players over three seasons who've gotten 13 carries have not had double-digit fantasy days. And Ingram is getting uh, 13 carries is the is the second-least carries he's gotten this year. He got nine carries in week three, and that was the week that he scored the touchdown. So if you've been a patient Mark Ingram owner, I think this is your week. He's going to get the carries. He's going to at least put up a double-digit game for you. All right, all right, sounds good. Well, guys, we are streaming live at ESPNAustin.com. This is 104.9 The Horn, Austin's Eppin Sports Talk. Hopefully when we come back, Fran Tarkenton, hang on with us. Fantasy footballers, you are listening to Roster Watch, brought to you by RosterWatch.com. This segment brought to you by... Straight Music, where you can get all your music supplies on the line with us right now. Well, coming up. <laughs> coming up. A little premature. NFL. I just get so excited. I just get so excited. It'll be NFL Hall of Famer, Fran Tarkenton. Well, then we might as well just keep doing straight straight music game hey, matches. Speaking of, speaking, of, speaking of Hall of Fame, hey, straight music is in the Austin Music Hall of Fame. So well, it's a perfect, yeah, let's go ahead and a, find out about that Hall of it's Fame. A, it's, a, it's a perfect segment. To, it's a perfect segment to have a Hall of Fame quarterback on because straight music is Austin's premier location, two locations, one the south at Ben White and Lamar and the other one at Lake Lime Mall where you can t- take care of everything you need music-wise, whether you're a professional, 
professional, quote unquote, musician as <laughs> Dorian. They're all professional. There's a lot of those in this town, right? <laughs> There's a lot. There's a lot of us, and 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 you're gonna and you're gonna see us shopping there. You will not see us shopping at a big box store that sells you garbage because that's that that's what they do. They they mishandle their materials. They they have they have kids straight out of high school trying to act like they know what's going on uh, with with your instrument, with your career, with your productivity, and you know, an, an instrument is, is is an investment. It's straight music. You're always going to be getting the highest quality instrument, whether it's a you know a piano, a guitar, a, a, a bass, anything you need for your pro audio, mics, uh, you, you know, any of that gear. If it makes a musical sound, you can get it to Straight Music at their two locations, straightmusic.com. It's uh, you know it's, uh, it's 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 where we go, and we suggest that our listeners do you know do do the same thing. All right, well, let's just keep shooting straight then, since we're talking about straight music, <laughs> and let's just—I mean, we might as well start going uh, over, you know, the rest of these games. games. I mean, yeah, with these bye weeks, everybody needs to know what's happening in these individual games. Maybe where they can get add a little value to their roster this week. So, um, another—we got one here at noon in Jacksonville. Doesn't sound like a thriller with Cincinnati at Jacksonville, but there's actually some interesting fantasy pieces here. We out, we also let me just uh, let me interrupt just real quick. We have a major weather alert there, so keep that in mind. There is they've had like eleven inches of rain. It's going to be another monsoon. My lord, I got Brandon Jacobs out, and now MJD is going to be in a monsoon. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it might not be so bad for MJD huh? to be in a monsoon. Yeah, they'll run it a lot. Yeah, but you saw what happened in that other game where that turned into a. It looked like a hurricane out there two <laughs> yeah, weeks they, ago. They, and they they're saying look. that this one, this is a, some band of like a nor'easter or something. We don't know what a nor'easter is here in Texas, but apparently it's pretty. It's <laughs> it pretty wet. Hey, he couldn't get two yards last time. Hopefully that's different. Well, that has a major effect. Then, In general, I was going to mention that I I do see Jermaine Gresham coming on. He's somebody I've really had my eye on. I like a lot. Trash man shaking his head. I think that... (laughs) He's officially pulled him out of the garbage bin. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, out of the garbage he's, he's bin? My, Where does somebody go whenever they get tossed out of the garbage bin? Straight uh, into like the hazardous hazardous waste material bin. Recycling. Oh, now you clean you clean <laughs> you, you, you clean them up and you yeah, you clean it up later. and you bring you it into your later. house. Oh 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 okay. I'm saying I, I thought you were that? saying that I thought you were saying that he'd been banished from the garbage. Oh no no no. Okay uh, all right. No, no, I, I think I was he's going to I kind of like so we like Gresham. My Best buy week buys this week. And then, I mean, another guy that just every week keeps coming through. I'm usually low on rookie wide receivers, but, man, A.J. Green is just that good. And Dalton's serviceable. So he's relevant, too, right? There's a, Hey, I'd rather start A.J. Green than Brandon Marshall, Anquan Bolden, any of those guys. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Uh, it's the moment we've all been waiting for. Um, on the line with us now. Are you there, Mr. Zarkenton? I'm right here. Oh, wow. We got Fran Tarkinson on the line with us oh, at Roster Watch. Fran, how are you this morning, sir? I'm doing fine. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much for coming on with us today. Glad to do it. You call, are you in, where, where are you calling, where are we talking to you from today? I'm in my home in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm a Georgia boy. Oh, so you got a big, big game to watch tonight. Falcons, Packers, right? I don't think it's so big to you. <laughs> I mean, I mean, do you think the Falcons are in the Packers league? Not, not even, not even close. But I figure not that... even close. I mean, you know, it's that one for anybody could win on a given Sunday. But the Falcons' uh, defense has uh, given up uh, 
probably only two teams in the entire league have given up more points than the Falcons so far this year. The defense has been porous. The offense has not been terribly effective. They're two and two, uh, and uh, and haven't been impressive at all. In Green Bay, uh, they won a Super Bowl with injuries, and now they go they're going to come come down here to Georgia with all their complement of wide receivers. And then you throw Jermichael uh, Finley in there, who is you know a Home giant tight end who who can, who, can, who looks like a wide receiver. Who are you going to cover him with? They keep that guy in a cage during the week. I think. <laughs> oh. oh. Well, while we're on that subject, what I mean, you want to go ahead and give us a little bit of a breakdown? What's going on with the Falcons? Why why are they underperforming so far this year? They looked at it. Be why? I, I I I never thought they were loaded. I think they were overhyped. You got to you, you, in order to win championships. In order to be consistent, you've got to have a lot of great players, not good players. Hard to find on the on the on, on their roster great great players. The Roddy White would be maybe their best player, right? Mm-hmm. But is Julio Roddy Jones Wright, is coming is, up. Well, yeah, I know they're coming on, but are they Calvin Johnsons? Are they Andrew Johnsons? Are are they are they uh, uh, you know, the guys that are Green Bay's got four or five guys as good as that? That's true. Uh, so so uh, these are not uh, these are good players, but they certainly aren't uh, you know great great players. They have no. On, on the defensive line, who's their great player? Abraham. Uh, he's he's here and there, but he's getting old, and and, and he's not a uh, you know he's not what he used to be, and he never was the greatest pass rusher in the world. The secondary is is challenged, offensive line is challenged. They got a nice running back, but he's certainly in the top ten running backs in football, so they don't have any great. Play- Matt Ryan's a nice player. But he's not a great player. I think he's over. He's the one I think has been overhyped since day one. He's shown flashes, yeah. but he's no Peyton Manning like people try to make oh, him no, out to no, be. No, no, Matt Ryan is is is. You, I mean, he's a nice young man. He gets the, the maximum out of his ability, uh, but he's uh, he, he he doesn't have the athleticism that the other guys have that are that are playing. Nor does he have the army. He's, he's got a good head on his shoulders, and he gets everything out of, of what he's got. But but he's not going to be Aaron Rodgers. He's not. And Matthew Stafford now has. Now that's a guy that's got upside. And this is a guy that's got all the. He's got all the qualities that that, that Aaron Rodgers has. And Matt Ryan is just a, just a nice player. Yeah, and 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 since Stafford, just the 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 nucleus that that they've put together of, of that young Detroit you know offense is is you know with guys like. You know, with Calvin Johnson, Stafford, a guy like Titus Young, you know, when they Titus, get, you know, and when, 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 look at when the other tight end, Shorback, job at best, it, it's a, it's a, that's a team that, that that's a, that's an NFC North team that, that, that the fans in Detroit must be just, must be just gushing over it. Well, they're the two, be- the two best teams in football right now that could change for Green Bay and Detroit. Now, Detroit, you, you, you missed Tony Sheffler. Tony Sheffler's tight end is Pettigrew. And Pettigrew. So, so you're right, but now the core, though, I mean, the thing that I like most about Detroit's the defensive front four. It reminds me of the Purple People Eaters of the Vikings and the Steel <laughs> and then those people. Because when you can go with four down linemen and dominate, and stop runs, and, and, and rush the passer like they can, they've got the best front four in football. Nick Fairley, their number one pick out of Auburn, defensive tackle, is a terrific player. He hasn't even played yet. I think he's going to play today. And and Sue, the defensive tackle, I think is the best defensive lineman in football. So you've got you, you, you take that offensive talent, and you're right about that. They've got a, just a huge amount of talent there, and you put that defensive front four 
which now is a front five with, with Fairley coming in there. My goodness, this team can play with anybody at any time. Well, it's, and and we had we had uh, we had we had Paula Pash uh, on on last week, and she talked a little bit about uh, Fair, Fairley's involvement. And whenever you just have a guy like that who's going to be, you know, just kind of subbing in and keeping people fresh, boy, that's a defensive line that's going to be coming at people in in waves. I guess staying there in the staying there in the NFC North, I know a team near and dear to your heart, <laughs> the Minnesota Vikings. What is what is going on up there? What, well, what's your take on the quarterback play? And, and well, they're lost, and, and they made a they made a very very big mistake by signing Brett Favre after Green Bay had said, you know, you're done. <laughs> uh, we're going to go with Rodgers. How'd that decision work out for him? Uh, well, they sent it, him back. It, it, it sure, yeah, it, it sure. Well, what, what they did, what 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 Green Bay understood and always understands, you you gotta. It's a quarterback sled. You've got to have a quarterback. Favre wasn't the player he was in the past. He, and he was he was on the – and so they wanted to go with Rodgers. They probably waited longer than they should have to go with Rodgers. And then and then the Jets were going to try to have a, a, you know, a silver bullet solution. They brought Favre in. Didn't work out for him. Vikings then, you know, three years after – two years after Green Bay, they go and bring in Favre. And it's not Favre's fault. He just – he wasn't he wasn't a younger Brett Favre, and they had a great roster, and they delayed their time to get a quarterback. Now they're the worst team in that division. They were the best team and best personnel for five or six years. They still don't have a quarterback. They made the same mistake again by bringing Donovan McNabb and starting him. Nice guy, I love Donovan McNabb. Not a great player anymore. Not even a good player anymore. They need they need to find out whether Christian Ponder can play. I don't know that he can, but they draft him number one. And and like all these other teams in Jacksonville and Cincinnati and and uh, Carolina, they're playing their, their their number one quarterback because they got to find out if those guys can play. Well, I mean, I'll tell you what. Andy Reid saw the writing on the wall. I mean, he he. Well, sure he did. I mean, he knew for sure, and it, McNabb has looked washed up, worse than washed up last year and this year. And then, what? Just as a former player and obviously a great quarterback yourself, I'm curious. What do you think when they when you hear the 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 talk in the media about how the coaches are coming out saying McNabb needs to kind of tweak his footwork, clean some things up, oh, his accuracy. And no. then he get he seemed really frustrated by that, like he didn't want to listen at all. I mean, is that do you have to still be able to listen to your coaches at thirty five? Yeah. Or? No, no, no. I mean, <laughs> you can't tweak your footwork or change your footwork and get Donovan McNabb has been a very solid pro, never been a great player. Uh, and 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 if Andy Reid, you know, is willing to let him go to a division rival Washington, then Andy Reid, who coaches him every day, has said to himself. I love Donovan McNabb, but he is not the player he was, and he's and we cannot win on a consistent basis with him. Then he goes to Washington, and Mike Shanahan uh, tried to you know make to do the same thing Minnesota with Favre, and he said, you know, he even benched him during the year because he just wasn't the player. Then Minnesota's going to make the same mistake twice in four years, right? And now they are, they, they don't have a quarterback solution. And when you don't have a quarterback solution, the rest of your players don't play as good. Now, I'll give you a for instance, Cam Newton, uh, in, 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 uh, uh, Carolina. I mean, you know, you can draft quarterbacks first round. Nobody knows whether they're going to play or not. You, you have hopes, but you don't know until you put them out there. Cam Newton has been put out there and he can play. He has, 
I'll guarantee you this young man can play. And you all, and the team around him are, are playing better than I've seen them play in five or six years because before with Jake Delahome, they had no chance. And they knew they had no chance. So, you know, they thought they were playing 100%, but they were playing about 60%. But now Steve Smith has been reborn, has he not? Oh, he's, a, he's, he's excited. excited. He thinks he has oh, somebody that can deliver the ball. Yeah, and so, you know, they're not going to win any championships this year, but now they can say, we've got a quarterback for the next 12, 14 years. You've got to, you got to look at, look at Indianapolis. I mean, they made a grievous mistake. I mean, Peyton is 35. You've got to have a quarterback waiting in the wings. They don't have one. Well, they and might so end up with any luck. luck they'll they get luck, be. right? Pardon? With any luck, they might be in position to grab luck this year. That could be fortuitous well, for think, them. I think I think Indy will will probably win some games during the year and probably won't be the worst record in football. But but uh, but but they they shouldn't. But they've lost. <laughs> I mean, they they should have been in a better position. I mean, Green Bay. Look how smart they were. They drafted Aaron Rodgers and had him on the bench for two or three years. And, and again, I say that I think they kept him there too long and didn't make that decision on Favre soon enough, and they would have. Uh, uh, you know, they would have been better off, but they at least had that. They understood that we have to always have a quarterback ready to play. Hey, Fran, we know that you we we know that uh, you are a cohort in our fantasy football industry these days, and we just want to give you a second to kind of tell everybody about fantasyfran.com and what you got going on over there. Well, what what we've done with it? I mean, if you go to our site fantasyfran.com, we have got as thorough. Uh, we write about the, 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 all the positions and all the players, and, and then on every Thursday, I go in and I do a network quality thirty-minute show on who my picks are for the week, from games to players and surprise picks and so forth. And it, it's just uh, you know, I, uh, your listeners, uh, I'd encourage them to go to go take a look at fantasyfran.com and and look at the depth of what we do because I do have an understanding. This is my hobby. I played for eighteen years. I call my own plays. I, you know, I, I not only that, I, for most of my career, I put in the, the offense. I study foot. I understand the spreads and the hurry up spreads and the pistols and the, and the, and the four, two, five and all the defenses because it's my hobby. I watch it. I look at it and then we pass it on to people that really want to, you know, you play 40 million people as, as you know, are, are, are playing fantasy football. And so what I give them is a, a, a real good solid pure football perspective that they cannot get anywhere else. And I think it will help them make better decisions on picking their, their players for the week. Yeah, that's terrifically insightful to have somebody with real knowledge of the game kind of making their picks and put some strategy out there for for the fans. And, I mean, we we can tell that you're super pumped about it and obviously passionate. So that's a, that's really, really exciting. And I, one thing for sure, I know at rosterwatch.com we'll be going and watching that Thursday video probably integrating that into some of our viewpoints and opinions as we go sure. on too. And I mean, we just, we appreciate having you on Fran. It's been a pleasure. We got to run, but, uh, all right. Thank you guys. Thanks so much, Fran. All have right. A have day. a good one. Thank you so much. All wow. Right. Wow. Famer, Fran <laughs> all right, listeners, we got to go to break uh, streaming live at ESPNAustin.com. This is roster watch on one Oh four, nine, the horn Austin's FM sports talk radio. Good morning, fantasy footballers. We are back. This is Roster Watch. This segment is brought to our listeners by Upper Decks here in Austin, the best sports bar in town with all their millions and billions of TVs. All their millions of decks. 
Hey, millions. I think, huge, that, I, I think there's 2.3 million. <laughs> oh, my God. It's not Oh, that my sound. God. I, I, see, I see Mexican I children across the river covering their mouths and noses in terror at the smell that we even smell down here in Laredo. What could this possibly be? Oh, we know what it is. It, it is the trash man. Yep, yep, yep. Back again this week, my trash picks. We don't have much time left in the show, but I'm going to run my trash picks by you this week. See what you guys think. Um, I have, I'm going to start at this um, Arizona-Minnesota game. I actually think that early Doucette, um has a chance of having a good game this week. Um, with Antoine Winfield, uh, cornerback for the Vikings, top cornerback for the Vikings, being out, he usually covers the slot. Early Doucette is the slot receiver for the Cardinals. Um, Todd Heap, tight end of the Cardinals, is in danger of missing the game. Um, if he if he does play, it's going to be very limited. So I think there are going to be a lot of looks coming Doucette's way this today. Well, uh, he sure won't be on my team, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> if you guys are interested, hey, it's for these it's for these bye weeks. These bye weeks are tough on people. Hey, um, they, they sure are. Uh, someone else who I have. Um, James Casey of the Texans. You know he had that stinker coming off of the big game um, two weeks ago. Um, he had, like, what, one catch last week. Um, I think because because A.J. is going to be out there in Houston, um, they're going to rely a lot more on their tight ends, James Casey being one of them. Actually, he's a running back slash tight end. That's what I really like about him. You can plug him in as a running back. You can plug him in as a tight end. Uh, you can go either way with him. And I think he's going to get a... Decent looks today. Yeah, all the groups all agree. I think I actually I hadn't even thought about that. I think uh, yeah, I think it's a great play with Andre Johnson being out. You know, we have Owen Daniels ranked. I think is our number three tied in this week, but they're going to be they're, they're going to be spreading it around a little. And I'm I'm looking back through early Doucette's game log, and he really isn't as trashy as I thought. I mean, he's had he's he he's had a he's had a hundred yard game with a touchdown, and other than that, he had one twenty yard stinker. But he's been putting up fifty yard games besides that. So yeah, maybe that is a viable option. Right, right. Um, so some other um, bye week fill-ins. Um, maybe Steve Breston there in Kansas City he had a decent game. Uh, last week, they need somebody else to throw it to besides Dwayne Bow there in Kansas City. Steve Preston might be the guy. He showed flashes of um, goodness. <laughs> I won't say greatness in um, Arizona when he was there. Um, so I think yeah, I think he's got a chance. He's got a chance to have a decent game there in Kansas um, for Kansas. Um, if you need someone to fill in, he's there for you. Also there um, in this Tennessee Pittsburgh game, I think Jared Cook's going to have. A decent game. He started to come on last week with um, Kenny Britt being out there in Tennessee. I think he's going to be a guy we can go to this week. That's not too trashy. No, not too, too trashy. trashy. Um, as far as quarterback go, I don't know why, but Matt Hasselback has not been picked up in at least half of the Ridic- fantasy football ridiculous. league, which is which boggles my mind. I don't know if he's going to have a great game today. But I think he's going to be a guy you can hold on to and use for the rest of the season. Oh, he should be owned in all leagues and is very startable, even without Kenny Britt. Agreed. You have any more trash in that in that heap for us? I think that's all the time we have for well, trash. Hey, that's perfect because oh, I was going to say the one last thing: def- defenses. I think Cincinnati is a defense you can start today. You can plug in, and they'll do really well. They've been doing really well this season. They just haven't been putting up great stats. But I think 
they will have a good game today. Against Dorian the Jags. looks like Bill Clinton in here. The way he does the thing with his thumb and his fist when he's kind of giving a point across. It's very. Oh yeah. Hey, it's very commanding and very convincing. Very, very Clinton. Hey, we want all our listeners to know that on Sunday nights we are down at Upper Decks. Uh, it's where we watch our Sunday night football games. Now that the weather's getting nice, we're kind of migrating outside to the third floor on the massive screen. And uh, we're having great eats and great times up there, so we encourage you guys to all get out. Uh, Riverside and Barton Springs. Uh, we'll see you guys soon, and it was a terrific week. Nice Good luck in you your guys. fantasy football leagues, everybody. Keep an eye on rosterwatch.com as the games get started to keep up with all the late-breaking injury news, and we're going to keep you up to date with that stuff. Guys. Thanks again to Fran Tarkinson for being here. This oh, that morning. was amazing. Hey, and everybody can also follow us at, at Rosterwatch on Twitter. Uh, we've got constant updates there, and you can ask us questions that way. So have a great Sunday, everybody. See ya.